0: Hi, this is Tony at Cover Magazine. I'm speaking to Wayne Toms, the CEO of Ghost Draft. Um, Wayne, thank you very much, first of all, for chatting to me. It's great to see you again, and we um, it's a continuation of our previous conversation. Um, I think this time we want to sort of take a step or two back and just unpack a little bit what digital transformation is. Everybody talks about it. Etc. And there's a lot of thoughts about how you do it, all all of those sort of things. But um, just as a starting point, why is it so topical in the insurance industry?
1: Well, what do we mean by digital? Put simply, it's using technologies to automate processes and create digital customer experiences, particularly in the world where there are changing business and market needs. For example, an insurance customer who who wants to buy a policy they they may want to have the following experience with the insurer. Firstly, they they want online access to a form to submit certain information. Uh, They would like quick or maybe even real-time assessment and underwriting of their application. They want quick turnaround then of the policy documents with personalized product offerings. That's an expectation these days. They want those documents to be e-delivered to them and the content of those documents should be dynamic, including multimedia, interactivity options and so on. And finally, they would then like the ability to manage that policy online. So in answer to your question, why has digital become topical for insurers? Well, the way customers buy insurance today is changing. Everyone has smartphones, they've got apps, and these have indeed become the default way for people to shop. Mm. for grocery shopping and many many other types of shopping as well. And this has led customers to expect more from their interactions with insurers. Customers hate friction uh, and they want to be able to dictate their needs and the correspondence that they receive from insurers like contracts, policies, claims, etc. needs to be brief and easy to read. And a lot of the new market disruptors in the insurance industry have tied into these changing needs. They have less de- dependence on legacy systems, and in fact they're specifically setting out to disrupt business models with their pricing and the way in which they, they enable customers to select exactly what they want. So as we see these rising customer expectations and this increasing intensity of competition, and indeed the econ- economic volatility that we face today we see uh, insurers shifting their focus to three core areas. Firstly, building exceptional customer experiences that drive growth and customer retention. Secondly, driving process efficiencies and cost reduction. And thirdly, accelerating digital transformation through innovation. This digital transformation means changing our business systems to, to enable the things I've been talking about, and to make commensurate changes to people's structures and business processes as well.
0: Mm, mm. Well, I've I've heard many times from people talking about it, especially when it comes to the more sort of complicated products, (laughs) that they, they say, no, it applies more to the smaller products and et cetera. But as you say, I mean, people's interaction with buying those smaller products is actually what shapes their expectations and therefore then they want that same sort of experience even with the more um, complicated stuff. And I think that sort of brings me to my next question to just ask um, uh, why have insurers then been so slow to respond? We know this, mm-hmm. we know that's what people want but yet we don't respond yeah. quick enough. Yeah.
1: Well let's face it, the aim of insurers like banks and other financial institutions is to reduce risk. The inevitable impact of that focus has been to slow down innovation and we often see this in, in the core insurance IT systems which are <coughs> infamously slow to change or extend. Uh, research in the States uh, suggests that it takes insurers an average of eight months to bring even simple new insurance products to, to market and four months just to make simple product modifications and half of that time is spent in implementation and testing of the appropriate changes, where the product is coded or configured in the insurer systems. So, with this digital opportunity presenting itself, insurers need to find a way to adapt to these new customer requirements while continuing to meet their fiduciary responsibilities. And the problem is, that the way many core uh, insurance systems have been architected means they cannot easily enable these to support the digital requirements. In fact, new systems are often required, or at least that's the perception. But replacing core systems, as you know, is hugely complex and costly, and it's made even more complex by the need to change uh, or to support the complex insurance product structures in the new system and also to migrate the policies in force across to these new systems. Mm
0: -hmm. So now, (laughs) given this legacy investment that they have, what options do insurers have? To um, offer digital enablement to customers in their businesses? How do they overcome that challenge?
1: Well as I was saying digital transformation can be a hugely disruptive journey for insurers because of the, uh, the difficulty of changing existing systems, structures and processes but we would argue that digital transformation be seen not as a single huge investment but rather as a series of small incremental steps. The key is to find a way to enable digital customer engagement without having to change the core systems themselves. Luckily, modern IT has provided us with a way to do this with the development of what are called open APIs, which are standard methods which allow computer systems to talk to each other. They're widely supported in in, uh, software applications and they're relatively easy to work into existing IT ecosystems. This interaction layer, This uh, open API layer can then enable us to separate the digital functionality into a separate set of systems and to layer these systems on top of the existing core systems without the need for extensive system surgery. So uh, what
0: um, sort of in in for someone like me to understand what types of digital enabled solutions can you then use um, to achieve this?
1: Well, in order for a process to be digitally transformed, if we can use those words, we believe there are four types of application or system functionality that we should consider. The first is a customer-facing solution. This would provide us with a customer-facing and usually personalized interface to the customer, usually through a browser or an app. It'll guide the customer on a simplified interaction journey, either for a specific known customer who can log on to their account, or in fact to an anonymous person, maybe a prospect, a a new customer who wants to sign up for for business. Uh, This interface will present certain information to that customer and in fact will gather information from that customer and these solutions should support e-delivery of documents and, and perhaps also live interaction so that customers can have a conversation. The second type of of application would be an employee-facing solution. Business users also need a simple interface which can help them navigate through this digital process. And these interfaces are usually hooked into uh, systems which will reduce the touches, in other words, try to enable straight through processing as they call it, to increase collaboration amongst uh, staff and team members and speed up business activities. Uh, And This is actually also an opportunity to embed process automation in support of the the digital process. For example, at Ghost Draft, when business users uh, use our tools to design a new insurance document, we also have the ability to automate the process of converting these into templates and then deploying them for immediate use. The, The third type of solution we think would be required is what we might call a content solution. These are solutions that would package the content which is delivered to customers in a way that's personalized for their specific needs. It's generally content that is online enabled, often includes multimedia with live links to other useful content and may even include interactivity options. For example, interactive graphs which allow users to change parameters and see the impact on premiums and coverage, that kind of thing. And this content is invariably data rich, which means both using data that we have to personalize the customer experience, and conversely, accumulating the data from the customer interaction to enhance future decision making, for example, uh, underwriting and claims assessment. And the final solution, uh, not to be forgotten, the other three application types uh, need to work with some kind of a platform solution, Mm -hmm. some kind of core system that has a simplified integration layer and can integrate into these (coughs) other three solutions I've spoken about. It's generally API open, which means it's easy to, to enable communication with the uh, other solutions, like the ones I've just been mentioning. It's cloud enabled, which means it's very quick to deploy and to maintain. And these solutions are actually designed to allow changes and innovation with little or no actual code being written mm-hmm. in order uh, to meet those requirements going forward. In, in, in fact, We've actually seen the emergence of of new generation policy administration systems in the work we've been doing, which are functionally very light compared to what we've seen in the past. But they've got these flexible integration capabilities. And in fact, they'll often even use marketplaces of third party solutions, which can easily be brought into the core. And I think we'll be seeing much more of that going forward. Mm So, so for example, if we think of these four types of solutions I've just been talking about, at Ghostraft, we focus specifically on the the automation of insurance documents and correspondence. And this is obviously a key point of customer interaction, as as you know. So our solutions are able to provide a front-end application for customer interaction, as well as a simplified browser-based solution for the insurance business users. And both of these can be easily integrated to the insurance back-end systems. In fact, we've already done this for most of the leading policy administration system uh, systems in the world. And we're able to deliver all the document content as personalized and multimedia-enabled.
0: Mm. I mean, that's probably become one of the most important aspects of insurance nowadays, is how you actually get that sort of almost multi-layered... Client interaction and communications to connect with each other and to easily adapt to across all your um, platforms. Now, you've you've given me a lot of things to think about, and anybody who's listening to this also should be probably have the next question: <laughs> in all of this now that is that you're confronted with, where would you recommend the starting point is?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a good question. I guess the first step is indeed to get started Uh, and so the way to do that we would suggest to our clients that you identify a customer interaction process a point where the value is easy to articulate for example engaging with new customers to produce a quote and then rather re-engineering or radically altering the core systems which as we said can be very complex and expensive look rather to leverage an existing third-party solution which can handle the full digital journey with the customer. And they do in in fact exist. These systems are actually also designed from the ground up to work with and integrate into other systems. That's how they're built. That then leaves a much smaller requirement in the hands of the IT department, which is simply to provide this integration layer on top of the existing core systems. In fact, in, in our interactions with insurers, we see many of them building out the functionality of their core systems specifically to allow systems like these to be easily integrated mm. into their environments. And so, so that's a great starting point and, and it doesn't have to be a forever solution. In fact, the beauty of separating digital into its own layer is that these systems can be replaceable with limited impact on the core going forward. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I mean, if somebody comes up with something completely different, that's really much better. You can unplug and plug in again, exactly, and carry on. So, how about brokers and intermediaries? We've spoken about insurance. Does this apply to them as well? And how do they get to play?
1: It's uh, only in, in our view, you know, brokers' customers have the same needs as those who interact or interface directly with the insurance carriers. And in fact, in our experience, with some careful planning it's often quite possible for brokers to own the digital front-end and to integrate this into the carrier's policy and claims system. One of the benefits of digital solutions is that they they often require less upfront investment and they're extremely versatile. So these systems are actually within the reach of mid-size intermediaries, we would say, and and can give them the the ability to to flex those solutions uh, to a variety of current and future customer requirements. So
0: here comes the crux of the matter now i I always try to leave the listener or the reader with sort of some sort of a, a quick overview or perspective of how would you summarise what you've just said?
1: Yeah, I, I, I think, Tony, it's just that there's a general impression that digital transformation can be hugely complex and expensive. And, and yet it doesn't get any easier by doing nothing. Mm. Uh, The problem just cascades into the future, but if we can disaggregate the journey uh, of digital transformation into a series of more manageable initiatives and investments, then we can deliver customer benefit more expediently, while also building out a flexible set of systems which we can then use in future to adapt to the growing customer and business requirements.
0: Wayne, thank you very much. That was uh, very interesting. I really enjoyed that uh, conversation. Um, I think yeah, your summary is probably what everybody should be looking at, is unpacking their business into smaller pieces and looking at um, how you can transform each of those. But the basis of it all is to have some sort of a good platform to start on and um, take it from there. Thank you yeah, very much. One Wayne. must start. You
1: wanna yeah. start yeah Thanks Great. thanks very much Tony